My closest comrades, some of you may have noticed a strange occurrence in the past couple weeks. I, Wolf the Dog, your fearless leader, have been held against my will for a time, but I have escaped the torturous restraints of Judge Ephraim Cortland's sloppy meat trees he calls hands, and I am now back, triumphantly crawling once again into your ear holes. Here on 694.2 PTBP, Contention's oldest and only radio station. Now that the true wolf is on the bone throne once again, I think it's about damn time for some truth. Fuck every billionaire. Greed should only exist in the dumpster. Mmm. What's wet, stinky, and made for sharing? It's the news. No shit, that disgusting excuse of a human, contention so-called Judge Ephraim Cortland, was keeping me locked up in a cell. I'm deeply sorry to leave you so unsatisfied for so long, my pups. I promise to never get caught in a slop trap ever again. Trap me with slop bait once? Shame on you. Trap me with slop bait twice? Shame on you. Trap me with slop bait three times? What the fuck is wrong with you? It's clear I can't help myself, and you're cool with just taking advantage of that? Jesus. Anyway, maybe we should burn down the courthouse. Silas Cole can host any trials or legal matters out on his property by the mine, and he may as well preside over them too. He is, after all, the reason contention is so very prosperous. Slap your knee to the beat if you agree. It's the Creek Rocks with Can't You Hear the Wolves A-Howlin'. Howdy comes from? No. No. How do you do? Yeah. How, how, how do you do? You? How did how I do? not know that? Howdy, they shorten how how do you do down to how do ye? How do ye? Which then became how do ye? How do ye? How do ye? How did I not know that? Hey. Oh. <laughs> got it. I've got, I've got something that good for you here. Why did the cowboy take hay to bed? To feed his nightmares. Oh my god! Got any others? Yeah, you got any other good ones? No, no more good. No, no good ones. But I've got another one. <laughs> what Luke did you looks Google? like he's really enjoying it. <laughs> I'm googling cowboy <laughs> jokes. Am I frozen or something? Yeah, you're frozen, but you're doing a cute little smile. <laughs> it's a very cute smile. Hand behind the head. Oh, another very cute mischievous smile Luke. <laughs> oh my god, that one's even better. <laughs> what do you call a happy cowboy? A uh, Jolly Rancher. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Got it. Luke, have you delivered Got this it. joke before? No, but I just was trying to think. Luke's been sending him these all week. <laughs> okay, my internet seems to be seems to be fucking up, so let me try. Okay, my hotspot is on. But it's not not showing up in my... Oh, here we go. Okay, I probably will disconnect for a second. Bye. Goodbye. Quick, let's make all our Luke jokes right now. Am I still here? Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that that worked. You could have kicked Luke and we could have had an all-out Luke roast. (laughs) It's not a roast unless I'm here. Yeah, you're, yeah. Yeah, you're, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> Did true. Did you see that Alec Baldwin roast with, like, his daughter was uh-huh. doing it? Yeah. Yeah. 
pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it hit pretty hard. <laughs> that way, Alec Baldwin got roasted by his daughter. Yeah, like at a roast thing. And the oh my opening... god, Luke's frozen god in the exact same spot again. That's insane. <laughs> what the fuck. Can you hear me? Screenshot. <laughs> it's so cute. What a cutie. I hope he looks like that forever. He will. Have you seen his fucking dad? Oh, They're that's like identical. So true. <laughs> well, Ephraim fell off his damn old horse, broke his big ass spine in twain. I fucking wish. Everett crawled inside <laughs> of him. Oh, okay. What's going on? Okay. Am I good? You seem good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, can you put your arm behind your head and smile for us? <laughs> <laughs> Silas Cole is on his knees with his hands behind his back, shackled by preacher sheriff Dr. Bobby Custard with Judge Ephraim Cortland standing right behind him, right next to the preacher sheriff doctor, watching as Jack Perlman, <gasps> Professor Horace Green, and Everett Pace loaded the rug out of the back of Silas Cole's wagon and then slowly unfurled the rug after seeing shoes on one side and Everett I believe reached into the other side and felt some patchy hair uh, a very thin skinned scalp almost touching the skull right off the bat and as soon as the rug is completely unfurled hopping onto all four haunches haunches Haunches. You're on your own with this one. <laughs> Haunches. <laughs> Haunches are like, would be with your legs, right? Hopping onto her back two haunches with her human arms in front of her. <laughs> are they touching the ground, the front arms? No, she's she's in a she's in a two and a half point stance. Velociraptor. Which means she's got like one arm kind of halfway down, the other one's on a knee, elbow on a knee. You notice there are no fingernails on her hands that are moving back and forth quickly with these wild eyes. She has slits right under them from where her cheekbones are poking through the thin skin on her face, blood dripping down, and she lets out a guttural scream. And then, we're going to go ahead and roll to see who she attacks. Oh, boy. Uh, If it's a one or a two, she's going to attack Jack Perlman. (gasps) No. If it's a two or a three, she's going to attack, oh, three or four, she's going to attack Everett Pace. No. Five or six, it's going to be Professor Horace Green. Hey, Luke, can you roll a D6 for me and tell me what you get? A six. Oh, that's going to be Professor Horace Green that she jumps directly toward. You made him your executioner. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, Luke, do you want to hurt one of your friends? <laughs> Sorry. What does Professor Horace Green do as this human wearing these like unfathomably out of fashion clothes with thin skin, open mouth, tongue waggling about? Jumping at you, arms first, these fingernailless hands going to grip onto either side of your shoulders. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots at her with his pistol and gets a. And gets a what? A hundred. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh Holy my shit. god. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Holy shit. You nailed it. Oh, <laughs> oh no. What are the chances of that? <laughs> Holy shit. Professor Horace Green, your sidearm is still in the holster when you reach down to grab it, pull it out. And you flick the trigger right there on your holster. Go ahead and roll damage. What's the damage on that pistol? It's uh, 1d10 plus 2. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> nice. Uh, six. Professor Horace Green. Oh! Your kneecap goes Good heavens! right into the dirt. 
bone shards from your knee are now sticking up out of the dirt <gasps> as blood just begins spurting uh, a fountain of blood away from your leg out onto this uh, dusty ground beneath you. How many hit points did you have total? Uh, I was at 11. Yeah, so I'm going to need a constitution check there to stay conscious, buddy. Got a 50. And I roll an 85. Horace Green <laughs> instantly <laughs> collapses unconscious as he bleeds out on the ground. Oh, shit. Damn. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> To get might get to play video games a little bit earlier than I thought tonight. <laughs> oh my god! He's been practicing right. with Red Dead, but <laughs> only using the bow and arrow. <laughs> Judge F from Cortland, it is your turn. What do you do? From what I'm seeing, I, I'm busy with uh, Silas, and I just hear a scream, and I turn around and I see her like hunched over. Um, so I, I'm like within arm's reach of my horse. So I grab my lasso off the horse and try to get her with the lasso like around her arms and try to demobilize her. Roll rope use for me. Okay. That is a 85 on a 40. Oof. <laughs> oh no. Well, this isn't going great so far. <laughs> oh shit! My internet just went out. Fuck! Uh, I wasn't <laughs> recording either. Damn it! Oops. Yeah, we're gonna have to do it again. Yeah, we're gonna have to do all all live mm -hmm. from the get go. So as I hear the scream, I turn around, grab the lasso, and throw the the lasso. But I had forgotten to tie the rope into a lasso, so. I just threw the end of a rope at her. So the end of a rope <laughs> hits her in the shoulder, and it's a heavy rope, and she grabs on to the other end of the rope. Uh-oh. <laughs> Preacher Sheriff Bobby Custard. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> freezes in terror. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, failed a sanity check. A sanity check that I forgot to have all of you roll, which you'll need to roll now. I'm not conscious, baby. You are unconscious, uh, so you are good. Oh, I rolled a crit fail. <laughs> oh my! Did you really? Welcome to the party, baby. <laughs> I rolled a 99. Oh, I got a 33 Holy. on a 50 crit success. There you go. Okay, I got I I got a and normal success. We're gonna luck back up to our side. <laughs> oh my! God, God damn these beautiful dice that Joe gave me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Everett Pace, you lose no sanity. Not sure how, not sure why. It just looks like a, a, scare, a scared, battered woman in front of me. She's 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 just wild with fear. And therefore, you'd lose one sanity because the success is still losing one sanity on this one. That is my apologies. She's real beat up, though, and that's that's not right. <laughs> it's definitely not right. Judge Ephraim Cortland, you're going to lose zero sanity with the full disregard that you have for all humans. Yeah, I've seen countless people hanging by my own hand, so really doesn't affect me too much. Honestly, those smashed up watermelons made me feel worse than this. <laughs> Glad I could add some horror for Judge <laughs> F. and Cortland in this short arc. Jack Perlman, <gasps> you're going to lose a D4 plus one, except for with a crit fail, that D4 is automatically a four, which means that you lose five sanity, Nice. which just happens to be enough for you to have a short bout. Of insanity. Yay. Oh. Lucky. Is that, yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, it's super fun. So <laughs> this is the thing where I'm going to have you rank, fight, flight, or freeze from most likely to least likely. Fight, freeze, flight, most likely fight. If you roll a one, you're going to run away. If you roll a two or a three, you're going to freeze for one round. And if you roll four, five, six, you will immediately fight. Which would just be fine in this Three. situation, seemingly. That'll be a freeze. Perfect. So Jack Perlman, oh, on your turn. Me and Bobby. You're going to do the what Lord's preacher, work. <laughs> Sheriff Doctor Bobby Custard is doing, which is. Oh. <laughs> 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 
Everett Pace, it is your turn. Judge Cortland threw the lasso. She grabbed onto it. So she's still holding on to her end and he's holding on to his end, right? That is correct. Yes. I want to grab the rope anywhere that I can to pull as hard as I can. The purpose being to have her fall on her face. Sounds good. You roll. I'll roll. Everett, you just roll strength. Will do. I pass a 23 on a 50. I pass with a 46. Fuck. How does that... That is an interesting question, Everett Pace. Can we just be in a stalemate on the tug? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, since since we both passed, yeah. uh, the, the rope goes completely taut, and she's looking directly at you with these wild, wild eyes. Roll psychology. Son, I ain't got none of that. Uh, 96 on a 10. (laughs) (laughs) I got natural world out the wazoo. Would that help me? (laughs) Yeah, go ahead and roll that. I passed that, a 53 on an 80. You've seen a feral possum. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. These eyes, this sick combination of fear, loathing, and pure rage of needing to survive and Las Vegas <laughs> has only ever been seen in modern day in Las Vegas <laughs> and in the eyes of feral possums and I'm sure other things <laughs> feral mongoose no those are cute no matter what oh I'm sorry and with that feral feral skunks <laughs> it's Jack Perlman's <laughs> oh I get to feral do something <laughs> No, I just want you to tell me um, how scared I am. Yeah, Will Ferrell talk to me about what's happening in your in your brain. Uh, so inside of Jack's brain, he's been beaten down just sanity wise over and over and over again from the get go because I think I failed every sanity roll on the side. Um, he's just hit the breaking point where it's like the the rubber band of stress has been stretched too much and it's snapped. And when it's snapped. He just, he can't do anything. He doesn't know how to put it back together and and do something that's useful right now. Paralyzed. I'm paralyzed with fear, baby. He says to Everett. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Everett, I can't move. I'm too scared right now. (laughs) And as those thoughts are going through your brain, out of the corner of your eye, you see Tildy B, this crazed teenage girl in a complete bout of madness in her own right drops the rope and lunges directly at your neck unable to respond she doesn't even try to pin you she just like mouth first goes straight to your neck she misses the jugular she goes around the side almost behind your ear and bites down you're gonna lose four damage as she bites down to where her teeth top and bottom touch and then she rips her head back blood begins pouring down and you feel the shirt on your back become wet with thick hot Jack Perlman blood juice (laughs) that's yucky and she begins chewing judge Cortland it is your turn uh, so the rope gets let go of and kind of, you know, loses all of the tension. And the opium is really starting to hit the judge right now, combined with <laughs> all the whiskey he's drank. So he, I forgot about he starts to nod off a little bit and then wakes up <laughs> and just starts to coil the rope back mm-hmm. and then takes a swig of whiskey and just lackadaisically starts tying it into an actual lasso. Okay. Unaware of what's happening to Jack. <laughs> yeah, completely unaware. Uh, Horace Green is now on the ground. Jack Perlman <gasps> is standing there with part of his like shoulder neck. Uh, his traps are missing on one side a little bit. And blood gushing down his shirt. Judge Ephraim Cortland staring off into the distance, coiling up his lasso and Everett Pace holding on to the other end of that there rope. Silas Cole stands up from his position, still handcuffed, and begins making his way toward the front door of the house. 
uh, and he gets up onto the porch before it is Bobby Custard's turn, who immediately turns. Okay, now there, Silas, something crazy's going on here, and... And with that, notices Tilde B takes his attention off of Silas and is going to fire at Tilde B Mitchell. Strikes true. Ooh, with eight damage. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Fires three rounds into Tilde B Mitchell's chest, who staggers backwards and lets out another. <laughs> Three bullet holes in her. Blood begins pouring down her shirt that is clearly the cut of another time. I don't know how many different ways I can say that. (laughs) Some kind of future cloth. What is Forever 21? (laughs) Everett Pace, it's your turn. I want to take some of the watermelon out of my pocket and throw it at, toward her feet. I'm, do, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to bait her, so I'm saying things like, here, here, you hungry? You hungry? Here, here, take some, take some of this, take some of this. And I'm just chucking watermelon out of my pockets onto the ground in front of her. I thought you were going for like a banana peel uh, effect. I, either way, either way. I'll take either way. Boy, howdy. Okay, uh, I bet you don't have charm, uh, so let's have you roll... Even though Everett charms all of our hearts in it at least. every week on PTBP. <laughs> I've got farming, and this is a pretty classic farming skill. Yeah. <laughs> you got to throw watermelon at the ground sometimes. For fertilizer to uh-huh. uh, exactly. get the chickens back into the coop. And if you, if you run into a feral possum, it's handy to have some watermelon right. in your pocket to feed it to get its attention away from you while you mm-hmm. get away. Yeah, so give him like a plus 20 on that rule, Zach. Yeah. You could just do that for a bit, for us real quick. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll farming. Are you okay? <laughs> I pass. <laughs> it's a 41 you on place a 60. This watermelon goo in the most appetizing way you possibly could have. Michelin star <laughs> for an animal. Oh my god! This watermelon goop is so well plated on this dusty, dusty ground. As if I was planting it. That's how well Arid it's dirt. landed in this ground. Jesus. Yeah. No matter what happens, whether I remember to or not, the epilogue of this story is the the growth of watermelons next year. <laughs> Hey, I want to I want to throw that watermelon on the ground and start getting out of there. It's a distraction. So I'm walking back toward the horses. Can our next uh, arc be like going inside one of the characters cuz he swallowed a watermelon seed? It's going <laughs> to grow inside of him. We got to get it out. Are you playing the watermelon seed? Sure. Yes. Sentient watermelon seeds. We're food <laughs> in the next arc. <laughs> Everett, go ahead and roll. Are you trying to sneak away or are you just kind of um, walking? Just kind of walking, hoping that I distracted her enough that her attention is not on me. Okay. But I, I don't have stealth. I mean, that's just not something I can do. <laughs> yeah. No, you can walk away from That's fine. There it wasn't a lot to hide behind anyway. Yeah. No big rocks. <laughs> I mean, if you rolled stealth, <laughs> big rock appear. <laughs> you roll stealth, big rock appear. Jack Perlman, uh, what are you up to? Oh, uh, you know... Slowly dying, probably. It's what it feels like as I put my hand over what used to be part of my neck and shoulder. And now I assume it's like a donut, like when you take a, just a single or like a bagel and it's that perfectly round yeah. bite, but just out of the chunk of my Ooh. my well-toned shoulders. Oh, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> the you ever fall in love with your own plays. character? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's exactly why. <laughs> Roll to, I want to roll to kiss Jack Pearlman. <gasps> Justin does. <laughs> oh, I crit failed again. <laughs> am I am I like kind of shocked back into reality with the bite? I'm 100%. assuming. I'm like, Wah! yeah. You were in slow mo before, and then as soon as she rips the muscle up out of your neck, everything fast forwards back into place. Back to reality. Back to reality. 
I want to like try and, and it, so it, is she like real fast and kind of like spindly and yeah, wiry? Yeah, she's not giving up that easy. I would like to like, can I like grapple her to the ground almost and like hold her down to the on the ground? You can certainly try to do that. Yeah, okay. shove her face in that water. I have, I have fighting brawl or strength. I don't know. Fighting brawl okay. would be the one that I would like you to roll against me on. Okie dokie. And yeah, basically wanting to just like grapple her to the ground and kind of like hold on to her but in a position where I cannot be bit. <laughs> like Yes. Uh, she succeeded with an ought four. I got a ten. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'll do. With a success. Hell yeah. That'll do. So for a pin, no damage will be dealt to her, but you are now pinning her, uh, which gives her a negative and you a positive on your next rolls and her a negative on any opposing rolls. Okay. Here, moving forward. However, as you have her pinned to the ground, you look around you. Right next to you on the ground, you see Professor Horace Green, who just lost another hit point this round. Oh, no. Four. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. Everett Pace, who is slowly backing away from the entire situation. Silas Cole, who is on the porch out of the house, heading into his home, hopefully. Preacher Sheriff Bobby Custard, who is gun-drawn, looking around, so he seems to be a good ally here. And Judge Ephraim Cortland, who seems to not care so much about all this, <laughs> but care far more about getting his rope back into its upright position. Y'all better get on over here and help me out now. Everett. <laughs> He's walking away from me. It's Tildy B. Mitchell's turn again, and I'm going to go pee real quick. Hey, I do want to bring up for horses' uh, sake that Opium is a natural painkiller, so if that can help in any way. And he smoked some of it. <laughs> yeah, no, he can't feel it. <laughs> you like that? Good, good. He can't feel that he's dying. <laughs> can't believe I rolled a 99 and then a 10 on these. <laughs> High and low. Thank God you hit that 10, though. That gives us a, oh, yeah, I'd be a moment. I would have probably died, I think. <laughs> what What happened to Horace Green? I, I, that's when my the dogs were getting here, so I, did, I couldn't hear. He shot his knee off. He crit failed a, oh, uh, a, 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 a gunshot. Oh, no. Did she, did she attack you first and then you did it? or He said that she was going to attack him, so he preemptively shot. Yeah, I tried to shoot at her and just blew my knee off. Oh, my God. I thought she'd like crit attacked you or something like that and success. That's crazy. Good old crit fail. Always fun. It was a hundred too. It was the critest of fails. Yeah, I saw, I saw the roll, <laughs> but I didn't see what led led up or what happened because of it. Oh, right. That's fucking wild. <laughs> Want to hear a joke? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> okay. A uh, big Texan cowboy stopped at a local restaurant following a day of drinking and roaming around in Mexico. While sipping his tequila, he noticed a sizzling, scrumptious-looking platter being served at the next table. Not only did it look good, but the smell was wonderful. He asked the waiter, what is that you just served? The waiter replied, ah, you have excellent taste. Those are bull testicles from the bullfight this morning. A delicacy. The cowboy, undaunted, said, what the heck? I'm on vacation. I'll have some. The waiter replied, I'm so sorry. There's only one serving per day because there's only one bullfight each morning. If you place your order now, we'll be sure to save you the delicacy for tomorrow. The cowboy placed the order, and the next evening he was served the one and only special delicacy of the day. After a few bites and inspecting the contents of his platter, he called to the waiter and said, These are delicious, but they're quite a bit smaller than the ones I saw you serve yesterday. The waiter shrugged his shoulders and replied, Sometimes the bull wins. Haha. <laughs> nice. It's a good one. So it was like he ate the person's balls. He, he ate the matador's balls. Nice. Yep. If only he'd been there a day earlier, he could have gotten the bull's testicles that he wanted. Yeah. That's yeah. actually a, more of a dramatic tale that you told us. A cowboy asked me if I could help him round up 18 cows. I said, sure, that's 20 cows. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Jack Perlman, <gasps> roll. Brawling fight again for me. What if I don't want to tell you what I rolled? Because it's 61 on a 60. <laughs> oh, and with uh, a success from this unnatural teenager, Jack Perlman uh, is thrown at least four feet in the air, and he lands on his back. 
You'll take no damage from this, but it's scary. But don't but don't make me roll a sanity, please. (laughs) (laughs) Roll sanity. Okay. Uh, fail. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) I've lost nine sanity Uh, so far in these episodes. Lose one more. As you're staring up at the sky, you think about... Was Perlman a religious man? Um, no. He is now. (laughs) Should have been praying. Oh my god. Judge Ephraim Cortland, it's your turn. After the judge gets his uh, rope coiled up, he notices that Silas is not on the ground by him anymore and catches him out of the corner of his eye and sees him, you know, running off towards his house and he's going to drop the rope and just chase after Silas. Okay. And if I can get to him, I want to grab him. Let's go ahead and have you roll. Look at the character sheet here. Climb for climbing stairs. We got drive wagon coach, which is what everybody in town calls your fat ass. (laughs) 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 Uh, I'm not seeing anything, so I'll have you roll dexterity. Okay. Uh, 29 on a 60. Nice. 39. Fuck. Damn. Gotcha, baby. It makes sense. Judge Ephraim Cortland's this big lumbering creature, almost as horrifying as Tildy B. Mitchell, and he makes it right up onto the stairs as Silas Cole slams the door directly in his face. Ephraim stops at the stairs and just kind of like blinks hard and looks and takes another swig of his whiskey. Preacher Sheriff Dr. Bobby Custard is going to... Save us all. Actually, uh, let's see. Who's going to roll this for me? Joe, you can roll it. Uh, roll a D6. If you roll a 1, 2, or a 3, he's going to shoot Tildy B. Mitchell. If you roll a 4, 5, or 6, he's going to start giving first aid to Professor Horace Green. It's a 4. Right next to his bag, he... Uh, grabs his medicine bag out of his side saddle there, part of his tack. Nice. (laughs) Maybe, I don't know. (laughs) And he rushes uh, to Horace Green and begins successfully doing first aid. Horace Green, conscious again, you gain three hit points. Hello. <laughs> His eyes open and he says, Hello. I don't feel a thing. No, his <laughs> eyes open and he says, ah! 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 Help me! It's your turn. So she's devouring this watermelon and she is she's just all about the watermelon right now, right? <laughs> like, well, like it's probably her favorite thing right now, right? Uh, she might be looking at the watermelon. She She's might. scrambling over toward it. She thinks it's part of Jack still. Her socks have water, <laughs> little watermelon slices on them, so you know she's a fan. And he's he's trying to get to Sheriff Bobby Custard's horse to grab the rifle out of the side saddle there. Smart. Can I get there in time and shoot, or do I just get there? Uh, no, you can get there and shoot. I'd like to shoot at Tildy B. At the at the scary zombie lady. Yeah, you don't you don't know her name. She screams. My name is So now we can all start calling her that. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, oh, I can push. I'm a, uh, so I rolled a seventy-seven. That would be a crit fail on a seventy. I'm gonna push this roll. Oh, I forgot about pushing. Hey, you know what you can't push oh a fucking crit crit. god damn it oh cool okay god damn it okay (laughs) what Uh, our dice are cursed tonight fuck all right yeah that was a crit fail with a damage uh, for me yeah okay that's a d10 plus four Ooh. uh four so eight total eight total (laughs) yeah Preacher Sheriff Dr. Bobby Custer lets out a <laughs> Yo, <laughs> fucking shit! Oh my gosh. 
Oh, damn it. <laughs> With his own gun. <laughs> Professor Horace Green, the first thing you see, actually, when you open your eyes and start screaming once you've come back to reality a little bit, the front of preacher chair of Dr. Bobby Custard's torso, just on his left side, explodes through, and viscera and awful just starts kind of pouring out the front of him. My bad, my bad. <laughs> it's like you threw I a frisbee. I succeeded on my constitution check. Hell yeah, so, so he instantly heals, and we're all good. Let's just keep going. Whose turn is it now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is Jack Perlman's <gasps> turn as Preacher Sheriff Dr. Bobby Custard grabs almost the entire thing of gauze in his pack and shoves it like a fistful just right into his own gut. <laughs> Jack Perlman <gasps> gets his knife out. He's going for blood. He's going for uh, to stab Tilde B or swipe at her. Whatever, okay. whatever works. Whatever you think works. <laughs> stab, swipe. Stab, swipe. Uh, so you're going to roll. I believe it's fighting, fighting yep. brawl. Unless you have a knife skill that's different than that. Nope. I think the knife is brawl skill. Oh, that's cool. cool. Well, I failed. So <laughs> 72 on a 60. Uh, she did too. Okay. So she won't, she won't be able to use your knife against you in any way. But you're just. Oh, it's good to know that's a, up for. <laughs> Oh, always. <laughs> <laughs> she takes a negative if she's already gone this round. That's just kind of how it works. If she was to fight against one of you guys and you could fight back, you'd take a negative that round as so well. So I could so. push, though, if I wanted to, since I didn't crit fail? Uh, yes. But then if I, but then if I do fail, I crit fail. Yeah, That is correct. I'm going for it. Okay. Hell yeah, don't stab yourself. I can't roll this bad this many times. <laughs> right, guys? Right? Famous last words. <laughs> Okay, so you swing wildly as she, Neo from the Matrix, like, bends back, dodging all of your side swipes. What are you doing to try to... So I like to imagine he has it where it's, like, down, like he's holding it, and uh-huh. it's just, uh, going down, and he's swiping like that. And then as he totally. misses one of his swipes, he's going to go for, like, jamming the it plunge. into her instead. The American plunge. Yes. Woo! Well, yeah. She succeeds <laughs> with a 20... I fail with a 91. <laughs> oh, no. What is no. your damage on that knife, sir? A D4 plus two plus a D4. So two D4 plus two. What kind of knife was that? Because he has a damage bonus. <laughs> the knife oh. does the damage I'm very bonus, strong, yeah. so when I stab myself, it's going to hurt really bad. <laughs> All right. Do you want to roll one D4 and I'll roll the other yeah. one? Or do you wanna... <laughs> We're connected through our dice. I rolled a two. I rolled a one. Oh, thank God. Ooh, but plus so five? two. Yeah, five. That's still not yeah. great. How many hit points did you have? I had 10 and now I have five. What did you start 14. with? 14. Holy shit. Okay. You had 10. Now you have five. Taking half of your current hit points in one round. I'm going to need a constitution check for you, oh. Jack Perlman. <gasps> and you've been doing nothing but rolling great this entire time. So I'm sure you'll have no issue staying conscious. I'm use one of these metal babies. Joe. Little baby. I can't believe you fucked me like this, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. No. A 10. <laughs> Can I only roll the worst ever or super low? <laughs> wait, what oh, did you tell yeah, me to no, roll? That's great. You're okay. st- <laughs> no, you're still good. I was confused on what I asked you to roll. So you can stay conscious. That was a constitution check in order to stay conscious. Uh, However, your knife is directly in between the two bones in your femur. Nope. Femur's one bone. What's the bone right next to the femur? PP bone. It's in your PP bone. I stabbed my PP. (laughs) Tibia and fibula. Is that your thigh? That's your. Or that might be in your arm. No, that's your leg. It's the lower. Oh, it's it's the lower part of the leg. I broke them bad boys. I don't know shit about no bones. It's in my leg. It's in your leg, and it is scratching up against your femur. You think that if you were to pull out your femur bone and look at it, it would have Tilde B's initials on it. (laughs) It's completely dug in there, and she helped guide it away from her and right back directly into your leg, and it is stuck there. How could she do that chewing on watermelon? (laughs) 
She's a great multitasker. Yeah, you forgot to give me my plus 40 bonus, so... <laughs> from watermelon distraction. <laughs> Professor Horace Green, it's been a while. Indeed. <clears throat> Am I still losing hit points? No longer, no. You've been stabilized by the good Preacher Sheriff Doctor. Oh, good. I'd like to shoot Tildy B. Yes, that does make sense. If you would like to roll firearms... <laughs> Oh, no. no. It's not a crit fail, oh, okay. but a 95. I'll oh, push it. Push, push it, it push real it. good. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, I'll push it. <laughs> oh, no. Well, it's a crit fail if you fail a push, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I failed. Oh, boy. Uh, Horace, yeah. Horace, blind with pain, um, tries to shoot again. <laughs> and what does he do, Zach? Well, guess who's right above him? Oh, no. Who just got shot himself with his own rifle, who is just giving you first aid, who's right in between you and Tildy B. Mitchell. Bobby. Right before you can aim your gun down to point at the unnatural creature tearing apart Jack Perlman with his own turns, you fire the pistol on its way down. Go ahead and roll damage for me. <laughs> oh boy, was it max damage? Uh, it's 11. <laughs> oh my god. I think we got it dead. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Did you guys know that the gunfight at the OK Corral, most famous, most infamous gunfight probably of the Number West one. happened in Tombstone in 1881. People always think of it as this, this you know, Tombstone, right? Big gunfight. Wyatt Earp, Doc Holliday. It only lasted 30 seconds, uh, which is five rounds mm-hmm. of this game. And we're at the end of round three currently. <laughs> so this all adds up to me. Yeah. Yeah. In just 20 seconds, we've literally <laughs> dismantled Picture our- Picture Sheriff Dr. Bobby Custard's head explodes oh, and his body flies <laughs> off in a completely different direction than where you actually shot, Quentin Tarantino style. Uh-huh. <laughs> out the door. Yeah, no, he flies into the back of the wagon. His headless body is just flung. <laughs> Gallagher at his head. <laughs> it's weird that that's the first Gallagher reference. I was trying to get race. a Gallagher reference at the <laughs> other house and I just couldn't work it in. <laughs> and Preacher Sheriff Dr. Bobby Custard is fully, fully dead. I need everyone to roll sanity for me. Oh, Even me, since I didn't see it. Uh, no, not you. You feel like cotton. Hey, I crit I failed again, so... <laughs> Jesus. My <laughs> God, dude. What is happening? I don't know. Why? This has to be like Joe's our dying. like <laughs> our crit fails per minute has to be a record right now. <laughs> so I lose like two sanity instead of one. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, I, I regular failed. Okay, you're going to lose one sanity, Everett Pace, Jack Perlman, uh. you lose two sanity, and Professor Horace Green. I passed. Loses no sanity. Totally cool with what he did to that guy. <laughs> it, it blasted the wrong way, so he didn't even see it. Exactly. <laughs> Completely blinded by the gunpowder. Unable to see. Probably uh, Here's a noise that sounds like, Nyah! as it's happening. And honestly, that noise is just coming out of these vocal cords that are hanging out the top of this body just waggling back and forth in the arid wind and you assume (laughs) that that noise is Tilly B. Mitchell (laughs) the unnatural creature that you must have surely killed just now however at the top of this round uh, you all see Tilly B. releases the knife that is in Jack Perlman's thigh and begins running as fast as she can. Away? Away. Oh. She runs around the backside of the house, and she actually runs so far in this round. This is a six-second round. She makes it about 75 yards. Holy fuck. And you could see that she is running up out of this area in a south 
westerly direction. That's that's the son of a bitch what killed Dandelion. I yell to no one in particular. <laughs> and with that, it is Judge Ephraim Cortland's turn. He walks up the stairs, kicks the door as hard as he can, and yells, Silas, get out here, I'll burn your fucking house down. And he is digging around in his pocket for his lighter. <laughs> Holy shit. But I want to like try to kick the door down at the same time. Thin door, you can certainly do that. If everybody else could take their headphones off. Judge Ephraim Cortland, the smell of rotten flesh is the first thing you notice when you kick in the front door of the coal abode. At first, you think the stench could be from the unattended dishes strewn throughout this living room, the remnants of several meals now covered in a few buzzing flies, but that static hum of these buzzing around flies is so loud in your ears due to the large swarm hovering above and about the body of Miss Kitty, which is laying lifeless across one of the sitting chairs. Lifeless, to be sure, because this body, the skin, is chewed up so badly that chunks are hanging off are completely missing, the dripping dark red blood pooling below on the floor, but especially lifeless due to the way this body is crumpled. Her back held directly in the middle by one of the armrests, there at an unnatural angle as the top half of her torso dangles straight down, perpendicular to the floor. Real sanity. <laughs> a 50 on a 50. Oh. Uh, make it a 49 as you lose one sanity okay. from this horrifying scene. And go ahead and roll a listen check for me. Fail. That is all. I'm going in. Uh, can I see Silas or? No, no. So this is a shotgun style house. So basically front door leads to the first room and there's one Just door all the straight way. ahead of you. Yep. I'm going to keep going. I want to find Silas. And you're going to be able to make it to the next door. Is it a closed door? It's not like a archway. It is a closed door. Okay. Yeah. While I'm going, I'm yelling, Silas, get your ass out here. As this speedy, speedy teenage non-human takes off into the distance, Judge Cortland kicks in the door of the Silas home, takes in his surroundings before you hear, Silas, get your ass out here. Sorry. Who is it? So many people on this list are dead now. Everett? It is Everett Pace. I want to keep my uh, my gun now trained on the front door, kind of given whatever kind of cover I can if somebody comes out that front door. But I want to be making my way to whoever looks most injured between Jack and Horace. Which I, I could visually tell that, couldn't I? You would be able to visually tell which one is more injured. Jack, what are your hit points at? Five. What are you at, Thomas? Three. Oh, shit. I'm going to head over to Professor Horace and try and uh, do a little first aid on him. That cool. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Horace freaks out. It's a crit pass, a 66 on a 70. Yeah. Four. Four hit points right off Damn. the bat. I How feel like it? half my old self again. When <laughs> Sheriff Bobby got his head blown off, he just dropped all of his medical supplies right there on the ground. So I, I reached down and grabbed with one hand some gauze and just like patted it into the knee area. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I've done it a lot. That's uh, living out there on the land by myself. I had to patch up myself all the time, so I'm real good at it. And I keep one gun trained on the door, my rifle, in the crook of my elbow here. Love it. While I get his knee back in tip-top shape. Perlman. I would like to perform first aid on my leg, my thigh. What? My thigh. My thigh. <laughs> thigh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Tell me about it, stud. <laughs> I want to like rip off a chunk of my shirt and like with my my teeth and like tear it up and then wrap it real tight. It perfectly cuts like a uh, bicep like Queen Amidala. It perfectly cuts into a, a cute little crop top. Oh yeah, I do from the tummy, not from my <laughs> sleeve. Remember that bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I do. T- oh, I do silly. the tummy cloth, not the arm. I was thinking arm cloth, but I like. Go ahead and roll that first day. I like the idea of a long sleeve crop top, <laughs> like a long sleeve dress, <laughs> a long sleeve dress shirt crop top. Uh huh. Jack Perlman is a man of great fashion. And of uh, not wait, yeah, not passing. Regular fail. You just kind of wrap it around. Yeah, great. <laughs> what happens if you push? A first aid roll and then fail. What's what's a crit? Let's find fail out. First aid look like. <laughs> do you, Slice I mean, the artery. Do you want to find, find out? I'm gonna push He's it. You're gonna find out. What's your first aid? Yeah, you, is this worth it? Oh shit. That's pretty <laughs> pretty good. Bad. It's fifty fifty. Pretty good. Pretty bad. Let's see what happens. Do it for the vine, bro. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a fail. Yeah. I rolled the exact same fucking thing again. What are the chances? What is happening? (laughs) Jack Perlman, (laughs) roll a d4. Oh, a four. That's good. (laughs) Jack, you wrap the the shirt around, and it doesn't... It doesn't stop the bleeding, and so you think to yourself, well, obviously I've got to get this knife out. And so you grab onto the handle. I thought uh, she took the knife, knife away and ran away with it. No, she left it oh, in okay. there. Did I say she ran off with I it? I think you might I have. I thought you did. Oh, no, I thought you said she took it, it out. out then, okay, whatever works. At, at some specific point, you did say she dropped your not his knife. I don't know if it was still in his leg when that happened or not. Oh, In my mind, she was just holding it like into his leg and then she let go and released it so that she could bail but just left it in his leg uh she doesn't need a knife (laughs) she got chompy chompies she got (laughs) chompy chompies so yeah i I gank that knife out yeah you pull it right out and as you pull it out it nicks an artery and blood just starts going everywhere as you're desperately trying to tie tighter and tighter this shirt bottom around your leg and you lose four hit points taking you from five to one so i'm gonna need you to roll another constitution check to stay conscious joe well now that we know what happens if you crit fail a first aid roll just don't do it justin Seems oh, pretty obvious in hindsight. But. I rolled a crit success on my constitution check. Oh, a 44 fantastic. on an 80. Then you get to be awake for all this pain. Yay. <laughs> Extra awake. Like super awake. I'm so conscious during a time I wish I could pass out. <laughs> blood is now soaking the dirt and creating mud blood mm-hmm. underneath the back of your knee here on the ground. Mud blood. And Professor Horsegreen, it is your turn. Oh, also, Jack, your boots are ruined. God damn it. (laughs) Blood is fully soaked into the leather to the point of non-return. Well, we're not in combat anymore, are we? Uh, We are. Oh, with Silas. How much mobility do I have? Mechanically, you're going to be at a disadvantage on anything that needs you to run or be dexterous or anything like that, but you can hobble. So you're just as, as good as Everett Pace was always. (laughs) <laughs> okay well when you put it like that i yeah i hobble over to where everett is covering the door is that what you did after you healed me or i, I don't think i then? moved i think i, I just got to, okay. i just got to you're, your position you're all three kind of bunched up in this location which i'm picturing about 10 yards away from the front porch of the coal home you guys are right out front horace green crawls behind a wagon or a barrel or whatever is in Silas Cole's front yard to find some cover and trains his pistol on the front door. And you can very clearly hear Judge Ephraim Cortland in the living room. Just a reminder uh, that he was in the first room of this house hollering, Silas, get your ass out here. And the three of you can take your headphones off. Cool. <laughs>
Judge Ephraim Cortland, as you are... Oh, no, you failed your listen check, so you're just kicking yeah. in the next door? <laughs> yeah. Or trying just to open it if it's open. <laughs> oh, you're just going to open it? If it is open. Describe to me exactly what you do. You know what? I'm pissed off and I'm big, so... After I'm yelling, get your ass out of here, I kick in the other door, the next door. I need you to roll listen and spot hidden, two separate rolls. Listen first. Listen first. Uh, Fail the listen. Crit success on the spot hidden, 33 on a 45. (laughs) As you kick in the door, you find yourself in the bedroom the bed has been completely flipped over to use as cover on the right side of this room and you see a small one inch in diameter metal sphere rolling directly toward you what do you do uh i see the sphere but it i don't really pay any attention to it yeah it's like a marble yeah so I'm going to be careful not to slip on it, but I'm going to go and just brute force grab the mattress and throw it away to see if he's behind there. When you grab the mattress, you just rip it away, throw it right up against the wall to your side, and you see Silas Cole. He's hunkered down, and he is chanting something quietly to himself. Bob, da hob Bob, da hob can I grab him? You can. Uh, I just go up to him. I put my right hand on a collar of his shirt. My left hand, I like grab one of the belts he's wearing, and I just lift him up over my head. And as you do that, you feel a hot pinch on the back of your neck. And we, me and you, Luke, we see Judge Ephraim Cortland freeze. Multiple shiny limbs extend from this small metal sphere and slam into the wooden floor beneath you, giving it the leverage it needs to shove down as one of its appendages slices into the soft tissue on the back of Judge Ephraim Cortland's neck. Another snaps his head forward and you hear the fracture as a third metal tendril reaches in, gripping the top of Judge Cortland's spine, where it meets his head, the C1 vertebrae, and it rips his entire spinal cord out of his body in one swift motion, promptly forcing itself into the now vacant spinal column of Judge Ephraim Cortland. Silas, I'm gonna... Judge Ephraim Cortland is now being controlled by M-A-R-Y. Hell yeah. So your goal is to make sure that there are no witnesses to what has happened here on the property today. There are a couple ways you can do this. One, you um, can kill them. Mm -hmm. Uh, You would be able to keep the body of Judge Cortland if you wanted to do that and then control Cortland whenever you wanted to around town. It might be kind of tricky at this point. M-A-R-Y typically likes to only control like one townsperson at Mm -hmm. a time and then other people that she can use for outside towns. However, the judge would be a (laughs) A pretty pretty good one to have on on their side. So I could kill them or double agent style? Yes. You could also, if they kill you, that also works in your advantage, but you typically don't want it. You don't want someone else to be there because then they'll know the secret. Right. And if they get away having known that, then you're fucked. Right. The third way is that Silas Cole, you know now that Silas Cole is chanting and will continue to chant this spell that after a couple rounds will open up a portal in the floor of this room, the middle room of this house. You know that there is a back room, which is the kitchen a front room, which is the living room, and then the middle room, which is your guys' bedroom. And the portal can be in front of both doors on one side of the room. So, if, And it's in the bedroom? Yeah, so if they come in too quickly uh, and they fail a check... They get portaled. This Technicolor portal. Okay. So those Sweet. are your options. <laughs> I like my options here. 
Okay, and it's going to be their turn, so I'm going to let them choose what happens next. Okay, are we still doing, this is still one episode? Oh, shit, how long have we been playing?